are listening to the Derek Asante podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and we are back with another episode this week. Some thought provoking topics. Um, I wanted to talk to you about our education system. You probably heard me talk about it here and there um, in short stints and um, how it applies to you and your family and the decisions that we have to make day in and day out for our kids and so forth. Now, I don't have a problem with the education system. Let's put that out there. I just have some concerns with our educational system. There's a difference. So before I begin, I want to share some stats. As of 2018 and 2019, there were 3,948 elementary schools and 880 secondary schools in Ontario. Now, that's important. That's a lot of schools. However, all those schools will teach you everything from how to operate machinery, remove tonsils, curl hair, feed a baby doll. <laughs> They'll teach you how to play sports. Well, they won't really teach you how to play sports. You know, you'll get to play sports. Learn to dance. Um, learn to sing learn to act, maybe some theater, if that still exists anymore. Uh, maybe you get to dissect a frog or some incense, insects. Uh, you may be able to do some community work and plant some trees and so forth. Right? You'll get to do all those wonderful things. Depends on where you are and, and how your school is structured. You know, when it's publicly funded, it's hard to get everything under the sun. So some schools will get some, some schools won't. And that's just the way the ties turn, right? Now, the only problem is not one of these schools, not a single one, will teach you how to be better than mediocre. <laughs> Think about that. Everything they teach us in schools is just how to be mediocre. Not necessarily better. Right? It's really up to that individual. That individual needs to understand that their attitude towards school and life is the most important thing. And that's more important their aptitude, which is their ability, natural ability to do something, right? So don't forget that. Their attitude is what propels them to be as successful or as unsuccessful as they're going to be. Yes, we have external factors. Yes, we have fam family um, circumstances, economic sense uh, situations, and things like that to consider. I understand that. 
but ultimately, an individual's attitude about their situation, their environment, determines the outcome. Right? Here's another stat for you. 90% of our education in institutions is directed at really acquiring as many facts and figures as possible. It's all about facts. When you get tested, can you prove it? English, prove it. Math, prove it. History, prove it. All your essays that you got to write, you got to prove something to somebody. Right? So you have to have the facts and figures to really illustrate this. And only 10% of your education is aimed at your feelings or attitudes, if that. Right? Keep in mind, I say the 10%. Probably heard me say this before. It's not a full 10%. We know that, right? So be mindful of that. Okay? Now, let's continue. We as people also spend 90% of our time and money just to acquire 15% success. However you want to measure success. Think about that. Most of your time is spent commuting to work, back home. To work, back home. And when you're at work, you're doing the work for someone else. Nothing wrong with that. This is about how we utilize our time, folks, and our money. Right? You do all of that, 90%, just to acquire, if we're lucky, 15% of success, and only 10% of our time and money on the other aspects of ourselves. Right? That's what we do. The other 10% is going to focus on the other aspect of who we are. And that only yields us 85% of our success from that perspective. Right? So we're giving up 90% of our time and money to gain 15% success. When if we just right devoted more time to us and less time to our commuting and the work, we would be largely more successful than we are today. Right? But don't let me sidetrack you. I really want to focus on the fact that our attitude shapes everything that we do. Um, I'm a big believer in that. I'm a, I'm a hardcore believer in that your attitude does make a huge impact on your outcome in life. So you got to put some, you know, some work in when it comes to your attitude. So a sidebar. This weekend was a great weekend for me. Just because I learned a lot about myself as far as the way I looked at life, the way I looked at my circumstances, although positive, 
you know, I really got confirmation that I'm doing something right. And that confirmation came from one of my heroes, and that was uh, my mother. And so shout-outs to moms. You know, um, she's a pillar for me, as she probably is for most of you. Um, you know, your mothers are probably one of the biggest pillars in your in your world. And so don't hesitate. Don't be afraid to let them know that. Now, and I mentioned, you know, mothers because they are key. What I discovered was get to know the whys in your life. Get to know the hows in your life. And shortly after you get to know those things, you'll discover all the reasons. That's what I was able to tap into this weekend. I learned a lot about the whys. I learned about the hows. And my reasoning just got much better. Got clarity. Now, this is powerful because it, it made me also realize that my attitude over circumstances will always put me in a better situation. Right? So if I have the right attitude, no matter what the circumstance, I'm going to get through it. Because we know that our attitude controls our circumstances instead of allowing your circumstances control to control your attitude. You need to make your attitude control your circumstance. Because when things go south, most people fold or panic. And with that, things get worse. But what they don't realize is what's happening manifested in their mind through attitude, their thought process before it physically came to be. So, check your attitude and your circumstances will have a different outcome than it has been in recent times. Right? Uh, A lot of people are struggling to move forward. A lot of people are struggling to set goals. And I think the problem is goals are too big sometimes. You should try to set objectives, small objectives, because a goal is like a promise and promises are often broken. As you know, a promise is comfort to a fool, right? So when you promise things to yourself, you're basically telling yourself you are the fool in the scenario. So set objectives. Objectives means you can get it done and they're small. Right? They're action-based. I just want to do X, Y, and Z today. You do it. Rather than saying, I want to complete X, Y, and Z today, I just want to do it. Getting started is usually the biggest challenge for most of us. Right? So, achieve as many small objectives as you can because you will always be able to set more once you've arrived at those objectives. Okay, that's the trick. 
If you're not familiar with it, that's the trick. Okay. Another thing that I've, I've learned over the years is, and it came to light again this weekend, is ideas. A lot of people have great ideas, wonderful ideas. But where those ideas fall short is the backing by the person whom the idea came from. You ever met someone who's extremely passionate about an idea that they have and they run to you and they tell you, hey, hey, I got this great idea. And they're excited. So excited to get you excited and you haven't even heard the idea yet. <laughs> right? And they tell you the idea and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a great idea. And you might have a question for them that goes a little something like this. When are you going to get started? Or... How much does it cost to get started? The minute those thoughts, those thoughts come through and those questions from other people come through and you accept them, that is where the idea dies. They meant well, but how they put it out there killed them, right? Killed your ideas. So how should you approach it? One, you can keep them to yourself. Two, if you do decide to share it because you can't control yourself, then fine, just be prepared to move forward when you hear those words regardless, okay? The other part of it is this. What are you willing to put behind your great ideas? You got to be invested. You hear the successful people talk about all the time. If you have a great idea, but you're not willing to put any skin in the game and you expect other people to buy into your idea, keyword, buy. Nobody's putting their money up for something you aren't willing to put your money up for. So kill that noise. It's just not going to work. How can you have an idea and you sit on it? And you wait for someone else to come and say, hey, that's a great idea. Can I, can we invest in it? It's not realistic. Heck, that shows that you're not even faithful in that, that idea. That means you might flip flop next week. Spend money on your ideas. But to do that, you need to have a positive attitude and follow the process. There are steps. There's a path. Follow it. And when you follow it, guess what? You'll find you on the journey. And when you discover yourself, you'll believe in yourself, you'll have faith in yourself, and you'll just take risks. You'll bet on yourself. And the minute you start betting on yourself and you see the results, other people start to see the results. And when they start to see the results, that's when the money comes to you and they say, hey, can I be a part of this? But you got to put money in it it yourself. You got to have some skin in it. Right? And your attitude's got to be great. You got to have a process and you follow it. 
Okay? Because who you become when you arrive at your destination is more important than what you get when you reach your destination. Don't lose sight of that. The journey and the process will make you a completely different person. That's the success. Not what you get at the end. Because I promise you, when you get to the end and you see it, you're like, oh, great. You feel empty shortly thereafter. Because the journey was actually the success, was the prize. But if you didn't enjoy it, you didn't focus in, you didn't celebrate all your small victories along the way on that journey, it's going to be very depressing when you get to the end. Right? It's going to be very depressing. So keep it that in mind. Now, you might be hearing me talk about all this stuff and you're thinking, okay, this is fluff. This is this. This is that. Uh, it's not really beneficial to me. I'll give you some tips. Things that you can do to start developing not only the positive attitude and the right mindset, but actually doing you know, the things that you want to do. Addressing and, and taking action on your objectives. Right? First, you got to get up in the morning. Okay? You got to get up in the morning and you got to be enthusiastic when you get up. You got to be excited about being awake, being alive. Okay? So you got to adopt the traffic light symbols. Go lights, right? The green lights. Warn, warning lights, right? And that's the amber lights. Of course, your red lights are your strong ends, right? Stop. Things that want to end everything for you. You have to set your mind up with an I can and I will mindset. So regardless which light shows up, that should be your mantra. I can and I will. But the key to all of this too is you have to feed your mind the same way you feed the rest of your body. You got to read. And you got to read things that stimulate you, that benefit you, that inspire you. Okay? doesn't have to be novels when I say read. It can be newspaper clippings. It can be articles. It can be blogs. It can be anything that will feed your mind in that positive space that you're trying to develop and force you and push you, propel you to take action. That's what you're trying to work on. Right? So keep that in mind. You'll also run into a lot of different people on your journey. Right? You'll meet a lot of people who are going to be excited and eager to tell you about the sacrifices they had. Right? Tell you about all of that. 
sacrifice they had to make, but they will fail to make mention the sacrifices that they need to make. Right? A lot of people live in the past. What they did, what they used to do, what had happened. No one focuses on the present and not too many can see the future. So if you're speaking to someone, they tell you about sacrifices they made in the past to get to where they are at in that moment. You should ask them and even ask yourself, what sacrifices am I willing to make and am I going to make today that will get me into the future? You can only ask that question if you have an idea of what the future looks like for yourself. Okay? Because the mind is the one thing we don't feed as frequently as we should. An unfed mind is a malnourished brain. Think about that. An unfed mind is a malnourished brain. So don't hesitate. Don't put it on the back burner. You need to feed your mind as frequently as you feed your stomach. Many people, many people are wearing a size negative. Think about that. It's a bit of a metaphor. A lot of people are wearing a size negative every single day because it fits them uncomfortably. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that. And um, I hope you got something from my my ramble, as you might call it. These are just some of the thoughts that I run through. I run through my mind and uh, I'd love to share it with you. I'd love to hear from you. Um, if you are also interested in getting on, a, on an episode with me, don't hesitate to email at graymilespublishing at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to connect with you and we can coordinate it and make it happen. I'm also interested to learn from a, a lot of people. So uh, if you got a unique story, please. Message me, send me an email, and I'd love to connect with you and learn more about your journey. Okay? Um, please subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. The pod is available on all platforms. And so search it, whichever platform that you're using, just search DAPS and you'll see the Derek Asante podcast show. And um, I'd love for you to share it as well. Share an episode. If anything stuck out to you in this episode, you know, Share that with a friend, family, friend, anybody that you feel would benefit from hearing such words. Okay? Stay positive. Until next episode, love, peace, and happiness. Mm-hmm.